I'm loving the label. We got mermaids and tentacles and all this. I guess they're not really mermaids. They're just chicks in bathing suits. But I give Max a new beer. Firestone. Old reliable. Arrogant Bastard makes Firestone. Opposite. God, you got that all wrong. No, no, no. Yeah, they do. Stone make Arrogant Bastard. That's what I said. No, you said Arrogant Bastard make Firestone. And then I said opposite. Firestone don't make Arrogant Bastard. Stone make Arrogant Bastard. Oh, Stone and Firestone are different? Yes. One's called Firestone. (laughs) The other one is just Stone. Fire Pizza on uh, Magnolia and Lancashire. You mean Fire Pizza? (laughs) What are you talking about, Fire Pizza? Fire Pizza. They make all the pits. Now you're thinking of Blaze Pizza. See, I'm fucking with Owned you. by this LeBron what... James. Never mind. No, we're, I was going with the riff. Oh, were you? Yeah. Asshole. Well, no, we lost it. Dominoes. Oh, we're no fucking... <laughs> we're, no fucking we're no UCB level one. We yeah. can't do our A to C. No, we also couldn't cut the mustard in a Victorian parlor game, it seems. Actually, I thought... I think our fans will write in to tell us that we did quite well. Mm. The minister's cat is an arrogant cat. The minister's cat is a beautiful cat. The minister's <laughs> cat is a cat. It's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say a cadmium cat, but cadmium is an element, isn't it? Uh, I Maybe. Okay, so, oh, the minister's cat is a careless cat. The minister's cat is a dangerous cat. The minister's cat is an elegant cat. Wait, does there have to be any uh, any continuity with like describing the personality of this cat? Because he's been both beautiful and dangerous. And oh, yeah, there's and... no one out there who's beautiful and dangerous. You've never <laughs> seen a James Bond movie. Okay, no, but we might contradict each other. What are we All on? Right. E. Yeah, elegant. Oh, so you did beautiful, elegant. dangerous, okay. elegant. So I'm on F. All right, the minister's cat is a fucking cat. <laughs> the minister's cat is a the minister's cat is a ge- uh, ge- uh, gregarious cat. Oh, the minister's cat is a hopeful cat. The minister's cat is an in, uh, indigenous cat. Indigenous cat. That's good. Yeah, there, there you go. go. The minister's what? God, what kind J. of cat is this? Um, the, the minister's <laughs> cat is a Jewish cat. The minister's cat is a kite cat. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I predicted that. Set it up. The minister's cat is a Levantine cat. Levantine. What's that mean? From the Levant. What does that mean? Levant. What? Like ISIL. Oh, I'm is not aware of this. Is some, is something okay. in the Levant. The minister's yeah. cat is a morbid cat. Uh, you should have gone with the religious family and gone for Mormon. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the religious... Uh, sorry. There's <laughs> the, continuity. There has to be continuity. <laughs> the minister's cat is a... What letter are we on? N. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Do the it, minister's Sean. cat is a nimble cat. Nimble cats. There you go. Uh, uh, the minister's cat is an opulent cat. The minister's cat is a po-faced cat. The minister's cat is a quirky cat. The are uh, the minister's cat is a re- <laughs> ridiculous cat. The minister's cat is a sexy sus cat. cat. <laughs> cat. Oh, that would have been so much better. Ding. The minister's cat is a tumultuous cat. Ooh, the minister's cat is an ungulate cat. <laughs> Come off! <on. laughs> all right, all right. The minister's cat is an unctuous cat. Okay. Uh, the minister's <laughs> cat is a velocitous cat. What's velocity? Like just going fast? Has a lot of velocity. It can go fast. That might be a word. Uh, the minister's cat. Ooh, here you go. Is a xylitol cat. Xylitol cat. Yeah. <laughs> Made of a natural sweetener. Yeah. Okay. 
You could have actually. What could you do? I for don't know. Ex? That's a, xeno- a, a xenophobic cat. Oh, xenophobic cat. The minister's cat is a xenophobic cat. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, the minister's cat is a young cat. Ooh, <laughs> and the minister's cat, cat is a zealot. Zealot. <laughs> the end. The minister's cat is a zealot. It should always end with the minister. Everyone in the whole room says yeah. the minister's cat, cat is, is a, a zealot. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Now, let's talk about who we fucking hate. <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> Speaking of zealots. I'd rather take 26 different shitty cats. <laughs> Variously shitty and ecumenically confused cats. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Banter and memes. Banter and memes. Yeah, Banter we're doing riffs. Christmas, we're doing yeah. riffs over here. And how did we spend what our is this, Christmas? What is comedy bang bang? I know, yeah. Mm. Well, we didn't spend our Christmas doing that, that's for sure. No, we weren't no. even near each other. We were. I yeah, spent we my Christmas with David and Jess. Looking out the window at the snow. I, <laughs> signing for each other. <laughs> out there. Um, I, all right, let's think. So you wanted to talk about Christmas proper, the, uh, poor quality podcast Christmas special. Well, have you, have you always, uh, celebrated Christmas? Is your family a Christmas family? Yeah. Yeah. So you always did everything. You got a tree, did the decorations. My family is argued about racism, non-denominational American. So we celebrated Pretending not Christmas. to be Jewish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Christmas is an American holiday. So we celebrated Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> Can't get persecuted if you yeah, got a Christmas yeah, tree yeah, in your window. <laughs> Take that yarmulke off the tree, Mom! <laughs> You're trying to get us killed! <laughs> that star has five points. No, no, no. no. We, we need to type a few more. Just Everyone to, sit down. We're playing the clear. minister's cat! <laughs> <laughs> baby Jesus from the lawn! <laughs> Replace oh. it with baby Woody Allen. <laughs> I was going to say, like, baby Yeshua. Yeah. No, baby Woody Allen. Yeah. Oh, dear. Baby Woody Allen, that's a horrible sight to think of. You can, but you can picture it, though. How does he molest? It's got to be zygotes. Oh, dear. What? Um, I'm but yeah. speaking truth to power against Woody Allen. That's true. He is powerful. You know, oh yeah, I bet he could kick my. Yeah, I bet he could kick my ass. Did, that's the, the thing that made me because I guess that's still like not entirely. That's one of the ones that it's not entirely proven one way or the other. But there's enough smoke to kind of worry. But one thing that made me believe it more was that the accusations weren't like, oh, he like cornered me and and like abused. It's always like he played fucking stupid mind games, or he played clarinet. Yeah, they played jazz clarinet. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's like, oh, he sort of talked people into it using philosophy. Mm. And I was like, that fucking sounds true. I'm sorry. Yeah. But if it was like, well, he, you know, uh, he uh, cornered uh, me uh, in it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kierkegaard uh, used to say, that sounds more like Quentin Tarantino. Uh, uh, Kierkegaard. Uh, Kierkegaard. Uh, 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 you know, you know, Kierkegaard. Yeah, no, it sounded more true. But if, if they'd said, you know, like, well, and he held me down, I'm just like, no, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> but um, anyway. What are we getting at? Uh, Christmas. So you you were a uh, festive family. Yeah, oh, you yeah. celebrated Christmas oh, properly. Yeah, yeah. Did you get oh, socks yeah. in your stocking? See, I have all these Christmas traditions that apparently are British. 
The I don't know. I thought they were just universally. Oh, what, what what crazy shit? Heinz baked beans on fucking toast. That's year round. That's not a Christmas tradition. <laughs> <laughs> and it is fantastic. If you haven't done it, you should try it. Oh man, I was just listening Jeez, on the on way toast. up. On the way up here, I was listening to some British music. I was listening to Sgt. Pepper's again. And I was listening to the Who sell out, and of uh-huh. course they have that like kind of skit track, the Heinz baked beans. They're like, "What's for tea, Ma?" And then, and then uh, I listened to um, this Britpop guy, uh, hesitant alien Gerard Way. Oh God! Well, that's <laughs> that not sh- that shit is terrible. I, I, <laughs> that is, I, I listened to it, three. Yeah. I listened to it when I pulled up. I was like, "This is really bad." Mm. Yeah. Well, Britain's getting popular again now. Uh, Why? Thanks to a little known, a little known TV show called Ted Lasso. Have you is that a British show? Seen this shit? No, but it's set entirely in England. Oh, it's set entirely in England, but it's so clearly written by Americans that they've got everything wrong. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they've got absolutely everything wrong, including the fact that. In England, when we're talking about a sports game, we don't say it's a tie. We say it's a draw. Mm. And they it, they repeat that so often that I think it's purely to annoy me. It's, uh, I mean, like, this is the one. Oh, with, we need this a is tie, the with, guys. This is the one with Jason no Schwartzman where he plays like a No, Jason that- Sudeikis. Oh, Jason Schwartzman would be way funny. <laughs> Jason Schwartzman for fucking same. Rushmore. <laughs> yeah, it would be about the same. They're both inoffensive enough presences, but good lord, that show! I, I actually liked the first season. I because I, I heard about it, and I like football, and so it's about football. You don't know anything about it, do you? It's, it's no, I do. Okay, now you know why I know because I like football, American football, and I sometimes listen to podcasts about American football. Sorry, when I'm talking about football, I mean soccer. I know, no, I know, I know well, what you, you mean. Kick a ball with your right, foot, right? You know, right. makes sense, right? Rather than sure. holding it. Sure. But anyway. But I like American football. And um, I listened to this guy, Cal- Colin Cowherd, the sports commentator. And he uh, he really doesn't Wait, seem to... His name is Colin Cowherd? Yes. His parents were just like, yeah. His show is called The Herd. Oh, well. <laughs> and, uh, Hi, I'm Colin Cowherd. He- it's a wonder the rest of the world laughs at this country. By the way, no. Hey, by I'm the- Colin Cowherd. <laughs> By the way, it's a fucking joke. No, so this guy, okay, this guy right. is worthy. I do sports of, commentary. This guy is worthy of ridicule, though, because although he is good, he really can't go an episode without talking about cows. And- no, without bringing in some absurd pop culture, some convoluted pop culture reference. Okay, to illustrate his point, and Ted Lasso has been featured prominently. Because he, anytime someone is being a little bit idealistic or naive, he sits there and explains what Ted Lasso is and what it's about yeah. for 30 minutes just to wind up to him saying, he's like Ted Lasso. Right. So I'm guessing that it's, it's what I've gathered. It's about in uh, like a high school football coach, American football, who becomes like a FIFA level soccer coach by happenstance. Mm-hmm. And he's like a dumb... Gomer Pyle style yokel, but he's he's heartwarming though. Yeah, is that about right? Yeah, pr- well, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, he's actually yeah. brought over because the woman who inherits the football club is trying to destroy it to get her ex husband, played by Giles. Uh, really? Yeah. Ooh, I like his Giles. name is Rupert in the show as well, there which you is go. a I like nod, that. you know. Uh, yeah, so he's brought over to sabotage it, but then his kindness is so infectious that it gets everyone. 
like COVID and uh, sounds everyone. like Derek. It, it, the similarities <laughs> are not insignificant. <laughs> it is better than Derek. Is it a bunch of people talking to the it camera features, about how great Ted Lasso is? It features an actor from Derek prominently who won an Emmy. For his fucking performance. He's one of the worst actors I have ever seen in the entire world. His name is Brett Goldstein. He's apparently a comedian, too, and he mm. has like a comedy podcast. And he's also an executive producer on the show. He was in Derek, this, like, the boyfriend of the main care woman okay. who has no character whatsoever. And he's just there, always in the care home with no life elsewhere. And he's terrible in that, but I thought, fair enough, he had nothing to work with. In this, he gets given a ton to work with, but it basically amounts to, oh, he swears a lot. He's the one who's, like, rough and rough around the edges and grumpy, and he swears. And he mm. says, fuck, before things. That's his entire character, and he can't even do that right. He, he even stands wrong. Like, you know, there are some people, and we've seen them. We've seen them in local theaters and stuff like that. There are some people where... Like, I, I don't consider myself an actor. I don't consider myself a good actor, certainly. But I know how to stand normally. Some don't. Some just... that They're so weird and so just inept. At everything. They can't right. even stand right. right. And you look at them and you go, what the fuck are you doing? Right. They're standing doing nothing. And you're like, you're acting badly somehow. That's what this guy is like. I, I cannot believe he won an Emmy for it. But... Uh, sorry, you were about to say something about actors. I, think. I don't think I was. I oh. think you were going on about Ted Lasso, but I don't remember why. <laughs> because I'm mentioning <laughs> one actor in it who won an Emmy for his. No, it was before. It was you were talking about. Oh well, what brought me on to Ted Lasso? We were talking about Christmas, and somehow I got to Ted Christmas, Lasso. Blah blah blah. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, heartwarming. Yeah, because it's got. Look, to be fair, I actually didn't mind the first season of Ted Lasso. Right. It's dumb. It's by Bill Lawrence, you know, the Scrubs guy. Oh, God, so it's yeah. that kind okay. of, you know, yeah. it's like shit. But it's sort of okay, and it's sort of nice, and yeah, I mean, the the kindness is infectious, like Derek and. Uh, the second season, though, is actively bad. I can't wait, dude. It's Let the me find worst out. Second Let me season find out something. that you've been up all night, fucking hugging a pillow, watching fucking Ted Lasso. I like the first sobbing. season a lot. No, not sobbing, <laughs> but but they did a Christmas special, bizarrely mm. in a season that got released in August. But they did a Christmas special. That is one of the worst Christmas specials I've ever seen. Really, it's absolutely terrible, hmm. and it makes me furious that people actually like the second season of that show. It's that bad. It's for babies. It is literally for babies. The first season, it's, you know, they've tried to add some, you know, it seemed like they tried to eschew a lot of the the kind of tropes of how it was going to go. Like dramas get resolved by people being nice about them rather than, Mm -hmm. you know, it escalating into something even more dramatic. And I was like, okay, that's kind of interesting. And I think, you know, the COVID year or whatever, people probably quite like that. And that's kind of good. It's kind of nice to see something where not everything has to be a big drama. Sometimes it's just okay. I'm like, that's fine. And it was funny-ish and, you know, decent enough. Had some football talking it and, you know. But the second season, oh my god, is literally for babies. Is <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> they leaned into it. Just nothing has any consequence right. at all, and everything is just fine if you're kind about it. And like, it it sucks. It absolutely sucks. And they did this Christmas special, which predictably ends in like a big sing along, like a big sing song. And for an antidote to that, look at Joe Para. 
Did he do a Christmas special? Well, the, no, the, I'm the just the saying, one? like, where it's also a kind-hearted show, but it doesn't get so maudlin. Mm. And, and for, like, Joe Perry is not for babies. No, but have you, did you see the last season? It just finished. No. Season three? It's getting a bit weird. It's getting dark. Yeah. It's oh. it's strange what they're trying to do. It's still pretty understated, but they're Joe seeding. Firestone? Sorry? Does he fuck Joe Firestone in this season? I think we're meant to assume he has, but... Are they, like, they're dating, right? They, they've been dating since the first season, yeah. But doesn't so... she, like, dump him at the end of the first season? Don't they have, like, a breakup? No, she has a big falling out of him, but he sort of is just such a pushover. The... Yeah. Which, you know, used to kind of annoy me, because she, she is clearly a kind of wacko. Like, her character is, uh, is like a doomer. Yeah, she's a, a doomsday prepper. You don't remember any of this? She's got yeah, big... I guess I really don't. Wow. Okay. i got to rewatch well, the no whole... Maybe that's what I should it, watch yeah. next next time I'm at home. Instead of watching yeah. the fucking... That's her whole character. She's got a basement and she's a doomsday prepper. Yeah. Okay, well, then there's no point in talking yeah, about it. But yeah, right, the, yeah. The, the final season... The, well, not the final one, but this most recent one. It gets a little... like It's as if they're seeding... A lot of stuff to challenge it, which is actually kind of interesting because it it was yeah. a little bit like a niceness simulator yeah, for yeah. a while, you know, where everyone's just kind of nice, even if they're a little weird, but they're all just friendly and there's nothing really that confrontational happening. In this latest one, it seems to be challenging that. Like, Joe looks almost sort of inept in uh, um, confronted with some of the situations that are appearing around him. Like his girlfriend seems to be an alcoholic for a start. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the neighbors are getting more and more... Kind the of Joe Firestone character? Yeah. And uh, the neighbors they're is Connor them. O'Malley, right? Connor O'Malley, yeah. But they're sort of getting worse. There's just a lot more... That's good. No, I think that's interesting. I think, yeah, it's, I think the show's ready it's a lot to, bleaker. to it's go a lot bleaker that direction, though, a little bit. I mean... Yeah, otherwise it would be it would risk becoming kind of for for babies. Yeah, <laughs> like Ted Lasso did immediately, yeah. <laughs> immediately in the right. second season. They had one good people first like season this. All right, <laughs> let's just give them more of the really really nice stuff when nothing right. happens. Right. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what they got. And they also did they they went they went and did a uh, I think this is a pretty common TV trope. They did a dream episode. Sure. Oh, I fucking hate those. What was the Buffy episode where it was all dreams? Remember that one? Restless. Yeah. yeah. That, I think, was before it became a trip. That was probably that partly was good. responsible. Yeah, but that was actually dreams. You yeah. know, and the whole plot revolved around stuff happening in people's yeah. dreams. It was like the, the first Slayer or whatever. But in recent years, it's become... I think, actually, I would probably put, lay blame at the feet of the Sopranos. I think they did it first. They did. And it's where it's like you seen those of a dream. It's yeah. good. It is good, Spiros and it was original at the Spiros time. Is a great show. Now I think every TV show thinks they need to put one in where it's a little bit off. Everything is a little weird. Usually yeah. it focuses maybe on only one character, but everything is a little off. And yet the Ted Lasso did one, which is fucking bad. <laughs> but it's not fun to talk about if you haven't seen it. That's uh, a shame. And, yeah. I, and I'm going to tell you, I won't be. I can't. I don't have it in me. I'm not going to sit down and watch Ted. Are you kidding me? It's very easy to watch. Although the second season <sighs> is not. I, can't, I got so much other really stuff bad. to watch. I still got to watch. I mean, I got to watch. Stupid things in fucking TV shows like, for instance, just things that wouldn't happen. Like, 
the boss, the, the manager woman of the football team. Her dad dies. So, of course, the whole team is at her dad's funeral. Like, <laughs> like you know, yeah. they have no other life. They don't do anything else. They have no other friends. They're all just always together, doing everything together. Like, every American sitcom. Like, The Office. The, the fucking U.S. Office. Yeah, it's Jim and bad. Pam get married, pretty and the only people bad. at their wedding is the fucking office. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I, I would believe that two people dance. as insufferable like, as them would only have their co-workers as friends. That's not the, that's not what they're saying, though. <laughs> they, they just know, can't be bothered to make anything realistic. Right. Uh, Derek, I mean, the fucking brilliant Derek uh, has a Christmas special, which isn't even a Christmas special. It just happened to be released on December 23rd. It has nothing to do with Christmas. The character who... Uh, they did not have Christmas special, too, didn't they? Yes, and that was... Set at Christmas, at least yeah. that 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 is one of the better ones of, mm-hmm. of these because Christmas specials tend to oof, sink or swim. But the the fucking Derek one has this guy who, who Brett Goldstein, who's now on Ted Lasso as the sweary guy. They have him, and he's just gotten a job with like as a garbage man for whatever reason. And that's that's it. He just goes, I got a job as a garbage man now, and there's some other guy there, and he's swearing, right? Who he's just met that day. He gets married the next day. That guy is his best man. Of course. That guy he's working with is his best man. His Nobody friend. else is at that wedding. It's like, how are you writing this and just thinking, <laughs> oh, it's fine. Yeah, we'll just throw that guy in. He'll choose him as his best man. Obviously, this 35-year-old man has no other friends. Like, well, it I, fucking annoys me I mean, when dude, shows I just do got that. a Disney Plus login, so I got a lot of shows to watch before I watch Ted Lasso. Yeah. I still don't have HBO Max, so I... I I gotta watch. Uh, use my login. Not I gotta to, watch not to promote yeah. this use of the system. Sean Adams at hotmail dot com passcode at uh, hotmail dot com pat passcode the minister's cat yeah. <laughs> cat with an at sign. So you got Disney Plus? I didn't get it. Someone gave me a login for it. Oh okay. Yeah. Uh, have you? And- oh. Fuck. See, this is why we should have podcasted more because if you're gonna ask me if I've seen something, the answer is no. What, what were you going to say? I was trying. I even I even put a thing on the Discord or something. I was like, Max needs to watch Home Sweet Home Alone. Oh, you know, and that's a fucked up thing. I was going to watch that, and I was going to watch The Devils, because I was gearing up for this big surprise <laughs> where I'd like caught up on everything you'd ever told me to watch. <laughs> and you still didn't manage to do it. Well, you told me to watch a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> over the years. Over yeah. the years. Yeah, that's why you meant to do it yeah. piecemeal. You meant yeah. to do it a bit of time. Home Sweet Home Alone. I, I watched wish. Ghosts, How To, and fucking Inside Number. I deserve from Okay, credit. yeah, no, you did, you did, yeah. you did some good work. I did some. I you did my homework. Start. You made a start, but it also should be enjoyable to you. I think you probably like most of those things. Inside of Night was very good. There you go. But yeah, Home Sweet Home Alone, we should have watched because that would be fun to talk about at this the time of Christmas. I heard it's nuts. It's fucking weird. Yeah, it's really fucking weird. It's, yeah, it doesn't work at all. <laughs> it's, it's psychotically strange because in this one, I mean, it won't matter to kind of spoil it. Because it's not really a spoiler, but in this one, the focus is really on the robbers, or the perceived robbers, anyway. That's weird. Played by Rob Delaney, <laughs> our favorite oh, Rob Delaney, yeah. and Ellie Kemper. Two of the best comedians. Yep. You yeah. know, classic. Uh, I love Ellie Kemper, though. Timothy Simmons from Veep, it turns up as like okay. a, an arrogant uncle somewhere. Um, but this kid, it's the kid from fucking Jojo Rabbit, a little fat boy. Fat, oh, okay. Not, yeah, fat, not JoJo himself. No, no, the other one. The little fat British boy. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, JoJo? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm killing Jews. What are you doing? 
so he's the that kid. That movie fucking sucks. So he's the kid. Have you seen Chocho Rabbit? Yes, I have. I didn't it's like it. I, I, I never finished it. Jesus I watched 40 minutes. And anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> so th- this kid is from like this insanely wealthy family. Like Their house is astonishing, yeah. which is kind of similar to the original too. Yeah. Um, they got this astonishing house like this, and, and he's it starts with him going to like an estate sale type thing in Rob Delaney's house. They're trying to sell some stuff and he's bitching and moaning. And then there's this doll that turns out to be valuable and he's bitching and moaning and he gets in a fight with Rob Delaney, like Kirby enthusiasm. And then the doll goes missing. Who's he? This little fat kid. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So the, the woman, the, the mother mentions that dolls with like something wrong with their eyes or something and turn out to be valuable. Rob Delaney, they're having mortgage trouble or something they might have to sell their home uh he looks online finds out that that doll actually is worth a lot of money so he goes to get it but it's gone so he goes that little fat kid took it so that's the reason they're trying to get into the the fat kid's Whoa, house what a terrible premise it's a bad premise to begin with oh god hold on i almost want to watch that like it's really it's that ton- sounds it is so tone deaf that sounds so grim it is tone deaf. so it's a fucking so, spoiled fat rich kid yeah and and I assume that when this down on his luck guy losing his house, probably come because of some bad loan, goes to <laughs> steal his doll back. Mm-hmm. I assume he gets the he shit gets nearly walloped murdered. out of him yes. by a co- series of well, look, so, saw Darren Lynn Bowsman like contraptions. Right. So it's it's almost worse than that because this little fat kid. So then he goes back to his like luxurious house and he's just sort of bitching for no reason. Like the family yeah. aren't that terrible. There's just a lot of people there. Yeah. And he gets annoyed, so he goes to sleep in, like, their fucking luxury SUV. Then they leave for Japan on their first-class plane ride to Japan. Right. And he gets left at home. And apparently in this world, like, cell phones, Alexa, stuff like that just don't really exist because that's inconvenient. But he has, like, a smart home. Um, So he's at home alone, and... Yeah, everything about that sucks. Like, they try and they give, like, an obligatory montage of him doing, like, kid things or whatever. But it's things like he's got a table full of M&Ms and he's dressed like Scarface. And he's sort of what? sitting back, you know, acting like Scarface with a bunch of cocaine in front of him. That no, image. yeah, I get it. But it's like, who the fuck is this for? Like, <laughs> one of the, and like one of the One of the wacky things this kid does. Because that's, that's the most fun... For a kid, the most fun part about Home Alone is... Like the fantasy of, oh, what would you do if you could just do anything at home with no one to tell you off? Right. This kid, like, in that montage, they really give up pretty quickly on things he can do. He's walking on a treadmill at one point. Oh, nice. He's just walking on a treadmill. Like, yeah. <laughs> As if he's like, well, you're not allowed on the tre- You could fucking use it. <laughs> but <laughs> I'd be surprised if his What's parents were like... Scarface M&M's? That's crazy. That's just one of the images. They're like, ha ha. So see, they do. So yeah, it's like a, it's got a, a lot knowing. Of candy. It's yeah. there's no doubt that it's intentional. Yeah, no, it he's is. wearing so like a white like, suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the big shirt and stuff. Yeah, it's intentional, but it's like who the fuck cares? Like Scarface is from 1980. He snort them. That would have been an old reference in the first Home Alone movie. Like wow, that's that's okay. fucking weird. All right. So that's they get that out of the way, and then, that but was, mostly, so it's a huge fight over that between the executives and the. It's it's a <laughs> bit underwhelming that montage, but then mostly it's focusing on Rob uh, Rob, Rob Delaney and Ellie Kemper. Who's just, is that? His wife? Or? Yeah, Ellie Kemper's his wife. Yeah, and oh they my, are this trying is a to down on their luck couple. 
Yeah, who are about to lose their home, and they think that this doll is valued at, like, 200 grand or something, and they believe this kid has stolen it because he was looking at it. Then he got in a fight with Rob Delaney, and then it's gone. But he hasn't stolen it. Well, that's the big twist oh, ending. Okay, but okay, okay. It's pretty fucking obvious because you never see the doll again in the ha- But, yeah, so they're trying to get in, and this kid, again, in Home Alone, like, the original Home Alone, these are burglars who are really rough. And yeah, they, they are talking about we want to kill this kid. Yeah, they actually say things to that effect. Yeah, I mean, like, I've never seen. We Home want Alone, this but, kid yeah. to suffer. You've never seen Home Alone? No. Why the <laughs> fuck are we talking about <laughs> no, anything? No, no, no. But no, I, I, I have an <sighs> idea of what happens. It's he Joe like, Pesci. He throws and... paint cans at their head. Well, yeah, but the point yeah. of that one is that he's defending his life he thinks right he's like i'm right, at home alone and right. holy shit the wet bandits yeah and he's like holy shit these guys are coming in and they are they have made it clear that they wouldn't mind hurting me right so i need to do whatever i can to defend right. myself this fat kid he just he notices sorry i hate to keep mentioning that he's fat but i, I don't remember his name <laughs> well it's a he, sign of decadence is the problem well i mean with the with his wealth it, it yeah it seems like he had like when when the, you show, you see him eating all that candy, it's like, it seems like he had that to begin with. Yeah, like his parents didn't tell him no about. Yeah, but um, when he's when he realizes they're trying to get in, he like watching that montage of him. You're not thinking, oh, he's in fear, he's like in mortal peril. It just looks like an unhinged fucking psychopath <laughs> setting like, up finally. these insane traps, like which are. It's a lot more violent than I remember the first two being. Really? It's a lot less funny. Because the, the first two, even if someone got hit in the head with something really hard, there'd be a comedy sound effect, and he'd like fall on Joe Pesci, and Joe Pesci would be like, Ah, oh, get off me! Yeah. In this one, it's like Ellie Kemper gets full-on set on fire. What? Like She full-on gets set on fire and has to jump into a snow. One of the most likable... Actresses, like, nice, like, yeah, it's like a nice lady. And these characters, we know their backstory, and they're really just trying luck. to save their house with something that they believe this little prick has stolen. <laughs> Such a misfire! It's what a really, really, really off. And the uh, Ellie Kemper gets sexually and this kid humiliated. is like he never seems scared. <laughs> he's just like ha, fucking yeah. Like, he's super stoked. He says that one. There's one really like genuinely horrible bit. I think when I've seen some horrible films, but like oh. where she has to crawl, she get. I, I can't remember exactly what happens, but there's a floor full of like thumbtacks, okay. and she ends up having to crawl kind of face forward through them. And you see these graphic lingering close-ups of like her face full of thumbtacks. Oh. And she's like, ah! Like she's in serious pain. There's a lot more of that. Like, lingering shots of people in real pain. Yeah. And, like, Rob Delaney gets his nuts crushed about a million times. And, he's, and this kid's he's watching just like, going, oh! <laughs> And this kid is just, like, an absolute fucking madman. <laughs> and he never, he never actually seems scared. He's just like, oh, they're trying to get into my house and steal some of my stuff? Well, I'm going to absolutely fucking murder them then. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, occasionally it cuts back to his mom in Japan, like, trying to get home. But the poster, the the poster, I keep seeing it on the sides of buses. It's him holding up Nerf guns like Rambo. Yeah. So they're definitely leaning into, like, he has, like, a strap of ammo. Or, like, they're leaning into the, like... Yeah, which I think the first Violent two, imagery. Which I think the first two did as well, where it's like, oh, clearly he saw that in a movie, and he's trying to, like... Right. You know, to copy it. But it's like, what is this kid watching fucking Scarface? 
Yeah. This, this kid in 20, 2020, this like 11 year old kid, is referencing all these fucking old ass movies. I can't wait. And also, I mean, that is, I hate to say it, but that's diversity gone wrong. Where you're like, let's let a girl be one of the robbers so we can see <laughs> so a, we can see a beloved suffer. woman a beloved american actress <laughs> just suffer just at the hands. suffer physically at the hands of a little british kid too yeah why yeah. is this kid british <laughs> jojo like, jojo i've sexually his, humiliated Ellie his dad is pete holmes who you see? What? Yeah, his Pete dad Holmes is, is in this shit. Pete Holmes is in it for all of twenty seconds, and oh, honestly, they could have cast anyone mm. like that. And his mom is what's her name? Eileen something. Like, something. Eileen Warnos. <laughs> 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 Explain where he got his personality from. No, it, it's fucking just shit. Like absolute shit. It doesn't make sense. Like the in the first one too. The reason that he is happy to be home alone is happy that his parents have gone, is because they're kind of neglecting him. Right. He's being kind of neglected because he's the youngest and everyone else is getting all the attention and being kind of loud. In this one, this kid seems to want to play a video game, but like his sister's being loud behind him. Right. So he throws a strop and goes and sleeps in the luxury SUV in the garage. Oh God. But there's no reason for him to like resent his family at all. Nor is there a reason for him to try and murder these two people who he recognizes... Yeah. He knows who they are. Yeah, he could just come to the door and be like, hey, what's, he me- what's yeah, the what's, misunderstanding what's here? What's going on here? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we think you, you took our dog. Could we please have it back? He would go, oh, I didn't. Yeah. It turns out he didn't. Yeah. He did steal some soda from them instead. Right. So he did fucking steal from them. Like, he's in right. the wrong. This he kid stole is from the them wrong. and then he tortured them physically. And then he tortured them. And then it comes to a head where like they fucking get crushed by a chandelier and he finally talks to them. They and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we just doll back to save our fucking house he's like oh i didn't have your stupid fucking doll yeah and they're like what and it turns out he's just got a soda and like because i mean but and then they're like oh cool then all right great why don't uh, oh your mom's come home right oh let's uh go have christmas dinner at my house next oh year. so they get along they the all end. get along like it's, they don't get hauled to, off to the clink no it cuts to a year later and that like now the rest of the family has disappeared and uh-huh. his little family is just having dinner with their little family. Right. And it's all How'd they save fine. their house? Huh? How'd they save their house? Oh, it turned out uh, that their their nephew uh, stole the doll. Apparently, they didn't check the house to see where the two-year-old had meticulously hidden it. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, he had the doll. That's it. So who is it? It's Jason Sudeikis and Ellie Kemper? No, Rob Delaney and Ellie Kemper. Oh, the Jason Sudeikis TV's Rob Delaney. Twitter's uh, Rob Delaney, yeah. I should say. Yeah, it's bad. I would have liked it a lot more if it had cut to a year later and the you know, the mom is having dinner with them and the kid is conspicuously absent and then it just zooms out of the window of them all going, Cheers, Merry Christmas, one and all zooms out and then just through the bars of an insane asylum. <laughs> this, the pudgy kid holding on the <laughs> swearing revenge. That's insane, the thumbtacks in the face. I'm almost Dude, like I, I can't, can't remember that. Like you I'm like, you must be exaggerating. No, it's really like very close up to the point where I was like, I watched it with my stepson thinking like, oh, I'm alone. But I was like, ooh, this is rough. Like, this is really rough. It's a gore film. Kind of like that. The the lingering. I think there's one in her eye or like really near her eye. And you see her pull out very slow. Like, I'm like, this is not what it's supposed to be. Right. I swear down. It's a rough film. Yeah. It's crazy that no one. 
And yeah, the idea of like us meant to be cheering on this kid, like, like, <laughs> this rich kid beating up some poor Get people fucking Kimmy Schmidt <laughs> because they believe he's stolen something yeah. valuable from them. Yeah, yeah, no, doesn't doesn't work very well. Doesn't play. That's funny. That sounds good. Yeah, that's why I wish you'd watched it. I'm, I, I'm sure there's plenty of stuff I remember. I think he steals some toys from a church charity at one point by misleading them about his parents not being there. I think he's, no. he, he makes it seem like his parents have died intentionally or otherwise, but he gets given all these toys from like a charity toy drive, <laughs> takes them back to his big mansion. This whole movie is like the kid, the rich get richer. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Whew. But it's all fine at the end because they get to sell their doll and get 200k and save their house. Yeah. I mean, still. Yeah. It's a, like, that's, yeah. <laughs> and this kid seems to get in no trouble for absolutely destroying his fucking home either. Yeah. I think the mom actually even says, we needed a, I wanted to redecorate anyway. He involuntarily... Like, Dude, uh, this kid fucking murked your entire house. He forces... Uh, because he's an idiot and didn't realize that you're not supposed to do that. He forces Rob Delaney to ride the Sibian while, <laughs> while he films and puts it on the dark web. <laughs> not far off. Not far off. But there is stuff that's like, you know, like he shoves a donut or something or a cookie full of extremely hot sauce. Uh-huh. And Rob Delaney, for some reason, eats it. He's like, oh, this is hard getting into this house with all these booby traps. Oh, at least there are cookies here. Yeah. Eats one, and it's like, it's hot sauce. I but when he you- shows it up his ass. I was like, good <laughs> God. <laughs> this movie is intense. Yeah. No, but it shows him, like, you know, kind of almost vomited. Like, it's, just, yeah. it's just not nice. It's not. I remember the first two being kind of like, yeah. oh. It's wacky. People get Woo. whacked in the head yeah, like, like Tom Tunes. and Jerry. This yeah. is more like... Yeah, it's like Serbian film. So. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember fucking? Um, it's like Straw Dogs, actually. Is yeah, I was gonna say, do you remember that stupid fucking movie that came out that everyone was losing their shit over? Which uh, one of the many that there? It was a Straw Dogs knockoff where they were all wearing animal masks. Oh, the, oh, the your next or yeah, 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 the strangers or the Purge? that was that, <laughs> no, it was your next. your next. Yeah, that was kind of like the Home Alone for <sighs> yeah alleged adults. Alleged is a big word there. Yeah. That movie was stupid believe. as hell. Yeah. I remember people talking about that. Like, oh, this guy, he's, no, this is really turning it on his head. I really liked it when I saw it. And then, like, for whatever reason. saying that? Like, oh, that this was, oh, yeah. subverted the entire genre. Mm-hmm. I watched it. I was like, no, it hasn't. It, yeah, it's it does the exact same the thing. Genre. As, yeah. It's exactly that. There's not. I can't remember a single thing that yeah. isn't that. I, I remember I watched that in a phase of my life where I was so pumped. I just like I just wanted to like every movie I saw, but yeah. with about one month of distance, I was like, "Oof, oh dear, oof." Yeah, well, you've seen a movie that I want to see. You saw Red Rocket. I need to watch that. I've seen a lot of movies you want to see. Oh yeah, I've been going to the movies. You see Matrix? In, day yeah, out. we're going tomorrow. I'm not going to see the fucking Matrix. Oh, I see. I'm going to see that. I haven't even seen any of the other Matrix movies. How the fuck am I going to see Matrix Four for? I don't think you need to see. Uh, from what I hear, they've almost erased the sequels from history. <laughs> yeah, so, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Yeah. Nothing about the Matrix has ever appealed to me. Nothing about it has ever made me be like, I should watch that. That looks, that looks like. Well, it's no, but cool. did you not watch it when we were the same age? Did you not watch it when you were a kid and be like, whoa? No, my no. older brother had it on VHS, and I'm sure I watched it, but I don't remember a thing about it. Oh, it was like all anyone at our school could talk about. We were like ten. 
Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't really. Yeah, remember. we were obsessed with the Matrix. We thought it was super cool. And to be fair, the effects were really good at the time. I don't remember really anything about it except like the character names. Neo, <laughs> Trinity, like classical, yeah. Morpheus, Morpheus, Cypher, uh, Mouse, Mouse. That's right. Yeah. Whatever happened to that guy who played Cypher? Joe Pantoliano, uh, Pantoliano. Joey Pants. Joey Pants. Yeah, he was in two films. Yeah, and that was about. It. He was in Memento as well. You remember? Same was Cipher. No, I never saw Memento. <sighs> Him and the woman from the Matrix were in Memento. Cammy and Moss. That that Trinity. Yeah. Are they all back? The whole cast is back. He isn't. Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne is not. And what? he says he wasn't asked back. Is Morpheus not in it? Morpheus is in it. The Wachowskis are racist. I've been some, saying this for no, a long time. It's played by another black guy, a young black guy. Who? I, don't, I can't remember his name. Oh. But yeah. I've been saying also, for a long time. Also, it's only one of the Wachowskis. Are fucking racist. It's one Wachowski doing this. Wait, who will have any other one? Not involved for whatever reason. I don't know why. <laughs> you don't understand this shit. There, I mean, yeah. Who That's knows what's funny. going on with the fucking Wachowski? Dude, all there. the siblings are fucking breaking up. Fucking Wachowski's oh, only, only Joel Cohen is doing Macbeth. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. When's that coming out? Because it's I'll already go, out. Is it out already? Yeah. You saw it? No. Oh, but it's already out. Yeah, I'm gonna go and watch that. I just saw it. Like I just, saw, I think it might have come out on Christmas Day. Because I just was scanning and I saw you have to scan through like literally four full thumb scrolls worth of Spider-Man showings. Yeah, and then you'll find well, the other movies that are playing right now. And then and then and then a couple more of Sing Two, and then you'll find the other movies that are playing. Yeah, we don't get any of the uh, any of the slightly out there ones. But I saw Red Rocket. We got the lighthouse out here. Weirdly, like the AMC at the mall was like the lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Eggers. I saw Red Rocket. Okay. You didn't love it. Uh, I liked it a lot. I liked it a whole lot. Here's got a cum shot in it. I must be so desensitized because I don't remember that. Yeah, that's fun. Where? I don't know. I haven't seen it. In the film. I mean, maybe I I swear to God, like, I really do think I'm so desensitized that if there was unpenetrated, like, unsimulated sex in the film, I'd be like, (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Uh, But I, I mate, it's plausible. Farting? What? No, it's it's my shoe squeaking on the. I was like, Jesus, how low have you sunk? (laughs) You've had COVID, now you're invincible. I fucking noticed any gum shots, I'm farting in the house. (laughs) No, um, uh, it's a, it's good. I mean, it's fine. It's kind of like it. Were, it's almost like um, what is his name? What's that director's name? Sean. Sean Baker. Sean Baker. It's almost like Sean Baker doing a uh, Joel Petrikas film. Oh, really? It's kind of a character who doesn't particularly redeem himself throughout, and it's more about how it's more just watching a a character kind of go from point A to point B. And kind of an insight into their kind of huckster lifestyle with a little bit of, like a tiny bit of heart, but not enough to justify the horror of what he's doing. Oh. Um, it's a kind of an unpleasant film. 
okay. and but not so. I don't know. It just feels mixed. Like it's not. Okay. It's not nearly as uh, instantly accessible as like the Florida. Uh, Florida Project is probably his most instantly accessible. I'd yeah. say Tangerine is rough around the edges, but you still have a through line of like. I kind of know roughly how I'm supposed to feel by the end of this, mm-hmm. and like right. I'm. Yeah, Red Rocket. The characters are not particularly redeeming, mm-hmm. and they're not particularly likable, which is fine in and of itself. It's just that it's 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 harder to sympathize with. Uh, it's not even that. It's just that it's one of those movies that just goes until it stops. Yeah, you know. Okay. And like all Sean Baker movies, it has a well, at least like the last one, a cum shot in it. Yeah, it has a cum shot in it. No, <laughs> it has a like a wacky ending. Oh. Uh, where you're kind of like, oh, that's that's a kind of an unexpected left turn, and it's uh, kind of heightened. It yeah. heightens at the very end to where you're almost like, was this a fantasy? Okay. Like the end of the Florida Project. All right. Well, no no big spoilers. No, 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 no. I, I think I can get it on uh, on demand, so I think I'm going to do that. It's perfectly acceptable to watch on demand. It's yeah. not particularly beautiful. Okay. Like, it's fine. Right. Um, licorice Pizza. Oh, that's... Um, who PTA. did that? Paul Thomas Anderson. PTA? Oh, how- oh, I saw a trailer for that. Alana Haim. It didn't look like the kind of film I would like. Let me tell you something. I can't judge from a trailer. It is the... I think... I don't know if you'd like it. Mm. It's watchable. It's enjoyable. It is the definition of masturbatory. Yeah, that's kind of what I got from the Like, it is... It's a coming-of-age story. Oh, it's a coming-of-age story about a precocious fucking huckster teenager... Who likes films? Who... who, (laughs) I don't... He doesn't, actually. He doesn't. But much like Boogie Nights or whatever with the stereos, it's like... It's he loves doing his period pieces mm. that as if everybody in every time period was only interested in things that were flash in the pan and exclusive to their time period. Right. Okay. So it goes from fucking waterbeds to pinball machines and it's all in the seventies and everyone is dressing super fucking of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it follows this, like, again, this precocious kid who wins, eventually sort of wins the affections of uh, Alana Haim, who's fucking 10 years his senior. Mm-hmm. So it's about a 15-year-old boy basically sed- over the course of two and a half hours making a 25-year-old girl fall in love with him. It is the Is there a cum shot? There, there, there is a cum shot. It's the whole really? movie. Oh, yeah, it's PTA being like, yeah, yeah okay. it's it is the definition of masturbatory. It's fine. It's an affable film, and also, of course, because it's the seventies, they're running into like fucking Forrest Gump level. It's like fucking, <laughs> you know, they're in a wa- they have a waterbed company. Oh, here's and they, Nixon. Yeah, yeah, basically. Oh, that's all over the TV. Oh, and that was another yeah. annoying thing about Red Rocket, by the way. Oh. That's uh, in the present, isn't it? It well, it's set in 2016. You know how oh, I fucking no. know. You know how I fucking know. I think I can figure it out because Rashida Jones is there filming a documentary expose on the porn industry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't Rashida Jones, was it? It was, wasn't it? Oh, you're she right. It that, was Rashida yeah, Jones. Yeah, yeah, it was I'm, Rashida yeah, Jones. If I'm right. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, it was. That was a good joke, if I'm right. It was a good joke, and you are right. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, but of course, yeah. Every fucking... It takes place yeah. in Texas, and every fucking scene... Sorry, I thought it was in Florida. Whoops, my bad. No, it takes place in Texas, okay. in like Houston. So basically Florida. Sure, why not? Uh, it, 
every scene ends with a fucking 30 seconds too long ending uh, of them staring blankly at the TV while Trump, Trump is giving yeah. a big speech. And I'm like, what is this saying? What's it going to do with the porn industry? Nothing. That's the problem. It's like nothing about the movie is yeah. timely. As far The as, movie literally could have taken place in the 70s. As far as I understand, Trump has possibly been one of the most ineffectual presidents when it comes to pornography. Oh, he, he sucked nothing, at controlling it. He had nothing to say. <laughs> Only fans came to rise during his reign. Well, yeah, he had nothing to say yeah. about it. Which, yeah, sucked at it. Yeah. Now he. I so mean, why it, would you? Bother, what, it's literally. You, you know it what it way? reminded me of, and I hate to come down on my boy Sean Baker, but he kind of let me down with this one. It it reminded me of Adam McKay <laughs> when I think it was Vice. Yes, Adam McKay in the movie Vice kept doing all these annoying, like there'd be a scene with a TV on in the background mm -hmm. and it would be playing like jackass or something comedically low brow. And he yeah. was kind of like, look, the nation was literally getting dumber at this time. I'm like, didn't you direct all the dumbest <laughs> movies? <laughs> exactly. Didn't you literally lower the bar for stepbrothers? Like You're how many frat for... boys do you think called out like yeah, jazz flute seriously. while they were oh. gang raping someone? Like your fucking <laughs> movies are the background of the worst I, things that ever yes. happened in America. And I, yeah. And it was the same when he did The Big Short, too. Adam McKay... Where he's talking down to you, like, oh, yeah, because you're too fucking shit. Adam McKay's it's movies... Like, I said this recently. I was like, Adam McKay... There's never been an Adam McKay movie, including all the comedies, that has not made me actually more misanthropic. It does yeah. the opposite of what art is supposed to be. You know how they, Roger no, Ebert was like, art's yeah. an empathy machine. Not Adam McKay movies. It makes me hate my fellow man. Yeah. From Anchorman all the way up to fucking... I haven't seen Don't Look Up yet. But I'm sure it's going to be fucking terrible and pretentious, just like everything else he does. I'm with I, you. I, you want to talk about the definition of a limousine liberal? I can't stand Adam McKay. I, it gets me hot under the collar, Sean. I don't mind telling you. I'm with you. you. I'm with you. Yeah. I hate the big truck. But I don't feel that way about Sean Baker. But he did pull a little bit of an Adam McKay move by putting these weird Trump things at the end of every scene. They never go anywhere, and no one in the film ever actually expresses That's kinda, any yeah. opinion about it. Because, like, for instance, uh, Richard Linklater did that quite a lot in Boyhood. Because oh that was so awful. Have you seen Boyhood? Yes. Okay, I don't think it's awful. But no, I don't think it's awful either. But all the pop culture shit was bad. Where they're well, like running, attacking Obama signs on lawns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in that movie, it makes sense to. Because there's no uh, caption saying this is sure. 2008 yeah. or whatever. So quite often a transition in time is signified by something that lets you know when it is. When you're making a movie in real time, like you're you're filming each year yeah. for 12 years or whatever, it makes sense to do that. It's like, all right, what's this? what does this year feel like? like? What would be something that would signify that we're in this time period? Right. That at least is a motivated decision to show something like that. Whereas... Yeah, like you say, in, in films, well, I haven't seen this one yet, and maybe I'll notice something that you're too stupid to, but... Probably, I mean... <laughs> but, no, no, but there are, there are films which do do that, and they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, and look, remember this? I almost yeah, felt like my, my generous reading of it, and I think I'm probably right, because it just... And maybe this just comes from, like, I have more faith in Adam McKay than... I'm mean, not Adam McKay. <laughs> I have no faith in Adam McKay. <laughs> I have more faith in Sean Baker than to make some trite bizarre mealy mouth statement it almost it felt to me almost like it was illustrating how disconnected 
that world was from the rest of the world. Because literally every shot of them watching election footage was they were completely blank faced. They didn't care at all. Uh, possibly. And maybe then and then the things they reacted to were things that were immediately involving yeah. their own life. Okay, so maybe. maybe so that's, that's what it. I felt like maybe that's what I kind of think he was going for. I, I I hate to from what you've described, I hate to suspect that he threw stuff like that in there because of how people review movies now. Yeah. And he thinks that they will get something out of it. The, yeah. The, oh, and obviously it's a comment on the, you know, the misogyny rampant in the, in the yeah. run up to Trump's election. And it just makes no sense because, yeah, but because also how... the character, the Simon Rex character has just come back to Houston or Texas city. Uh, he's just come back to Texas City from L.A., this fucking bastion of liberalism that I'm sure every critic would say is awesome. And so, like, he's been out there. And so, like, it's not even like it's anything anything that's happening with his character. And the movie really does revolve around him. Yeah. It's like there's really no commentary on anything in Texas that isn't more a commentary on something that happens in L.A. because he's he's fresh back from there. Right. I don't know. It's It's... It's an interesting character study. It's got great performances. It doesn't feel cohesive, but maybe it's something that needs another. It might viewing. grow on you. I don't know. But it might. both his other ones are, were instantly they, they pretty much got me straight away. Yeah. yeah. So I'll see. I'll see what I, yeah. I, I'll see. What and I he did more before those two, but I've never seen those. No, me neither. The yeah. three main ones, you know, yeah. the ones that matter. The ones that matter. Yeah, the ones that fucking matter. Uh, but yo, Adam McKay can suck my fucking balls. That's on the record. <laughs> well, we'll have to look at that. Don't look up. Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence, who I two mean, of the it, most insufferable. It's as if he cast it in 2015, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> when they were just all over the Oscars. Um, I mean, my God. I, yeah, yeah. I, I thought Jennifer Lawrence had kind of fallen away. Yeah, you'd hope. Yeah, no. And Leonardo DiCaprio, he got his Oscar. Was like, all right now, move away. We're, I'm sick of your. What are you getting Oscar for? The Revenant. Face. Yeah, eventually. And shitty it's, movie too. It's it's not a shitty movie. It's not a great movie, but it's got. No good- one will remember that movie. No one does <sighs> now. I just had to remind everyone that the Revenant existed. Everyone I listening mean, is like, it's oh, more, yeah, yeah. It's more impressive because of the action set pieces than the sure. the acting or anything. Um, although Tom Hardy's really good in it. Leo DiCaprio in that movie is gurning at the camera. So much yeah. to the point where I think it ends with him. This is a common thing I've noticed with movies that want an Oscar or at least want a, a Best Actor nomination. The movie will end with them breaking the fourth wall and looking right at the camera. Right. Have you noticed that uh, that, that movie, The Sound of Metal? Mm-mm. Do you remember that from oh, like last year, I think, um, with Riz Ahmed? Um, it has this bit at the end where it's just a long shot of them and then they look at the camera. And it's almost like in their eyes they're saying like, yeah. What do you think? I bet you're not right? brave enough to give this an Oscar. How dare you not give me an yeah. Oscar after what I've just done? Fuck off with that shit. I'm so yeah. sick of that. I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of actors in general. Actors, mm. can we get rid of what would be a good thing to do? Would be to get rid of all established actors and just yeah. say no more. Start over. If you have been in a major studio picture up until this point, you are no longer allowed to act. Good. Your boy did it. Licorice Pizza. The two main, Bill the two leads Newcomers. are unknowns. That's good. Well, I mean, Alana Heim is not an unknown. She's in the band Heim, but uh, oh, really? Yeah, it's her. Oh, She's gosh. good in it too. And the the kid is an unknown. And then okay. it's got like this weird supporting cast of 
big fucking you'll be fucking shocked to learn that in this 70s fucking picture fucking bradley cooper shows up with his fucking full beard um and then tom waits and sean penn are both in it oh so yeah he's rounded out the cast playing fucking old guys okay yeah no i I really i think it's 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 his most masturbatory movie by far i think that would be a good thing for the industry for entertainment for art for the art of cinema Get rid of the ones that are, are done. Yeah. Why, for instance, is Gary Oldman still trying to get an Oscar? He's got one already. I'm Does pretty he? sure. For what? He did. He definitely did get one. Sterner dead. Oh, dude, that, that that was this movie. I haven't seen it yet, but I saw a kind of takedown of it on uh, YouTube. It's been largely forgotten. A video essay, if you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, video essay on it. Um, it's <laughs> why does tiptoes suck? Let's tip-toes, find out. Tiptoes. That's it. You heard about it? Oh yeah. It was viral. I didn't know the that. The trailer fucking, was viral. I didn't know that existed. Oh, your years at That's behind. Gary Oldman playing a, a, a dwarf, a little person. A little yeah. person yep. On his, he's literally oh, it's crazy. doing the joke where oh, yeah. you, you get on your knees and put your shoes it's on It's confounding, knees. isn't it? Like and he's walking around. <laughs> have you seen the movie? <laughs> no, of course yeah, I yeah, haven't. Yeah. It Matthew looks McConaughey awful. plays his brother. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey and is like a dwarf. He's, a, a no, tall, Matthew McConaughey is for, full size. He calls himself a tall dwarf. Well, he's related to a dwarf family, but he's of no, he's not born with dwarfism. Okay, and but then he, he's okay. with this girl, but he's very ashamed and, and mean like, to his is family. Is that Virginia Madsen or someone? Who's, I don't know. Yeah. But he's very ashamed and mean to his family, and then eventually, I think Gary Oldman cucks him. <laughs> But Peter Dinklage is like, I mean, yeah, the only oh yeah, main character there. is actually a dwarf, but he's like a rock and roll dwarf. How sad, how fucking, <laughs> it's crazy because Peter Dinklage gets like this, the big log line about his big press package was he was like, I won't do any movies that are demeaning. And then it's like, well. I'll do it if someone else is demeaning It looks like once upon a time that I was not the case. I will stand eye to eye with Gary Oldman yeah. wearing his shoes on his Because I always knees. thought, I was like, I'm like, is this post station agent? <laughs> I Do you remember that movie, The yeah, Station yeah, yeah, Agent? Yeah, 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 yeah. Great movie. I think it's a little before, but... I hope so. Because I'm like, you got no excuse after Station no, Agent. Really. Yeah. If you're doing tiptoes. I mean, it's... <laughs> Imagine if you did that movie, like, now. <laughs> it's, He's it's like, all right, I got Game of Thrones, Station Agent, the Serrano de Bergerac movie with fucking that's coming out this year. And then I think I might also do tiptoes. <sighs> Yeah, I, I kind of do want to watch it. It does look quite fascinating. But yeah, um, that, so did Gary Oldman ever win an Oscar? Though he's been nominated a bunch. He and Batman. He won a one more for Batman. Dracula. No, he, he was Dracula. Have, yeah, but he didn't win an Oscar for that. I'm sure. um, Let me see. But he is still out there. Like and Daniel Day Lewis, for that matter. It's like Phantom Thread. Yeah, but he Daniel Day Lewis keeps mentioning like, oh, I barely ever do movies, and I'll only do one if it's absolutely the right one. Basically, at this point, it's like, oh, if Paul Thomas Anderson calls me, I'll do something. But, but honestly, it's like, dude, you only have to live. A, good, you Daniel only Day have Lewis. to live a moderately, fru- very moderately frugal <laughs> lifestyle. They pay you so much yeah, to be in a movie. But like, I'll bet you, a- I'll bet you for Phantom Thread, he made how much do you think he made? Ten million. More, 15 probably. million? Yeah, at least 15, I would say. Uh, how fucking much? Like, yeah, of course you can choose your projects, bro. Yeah, yeah. He's, I'll choose Spend my projects. Spend only 1 million a he, year. Basically, he, like, because what a, a real, you know, someone who wanted to act but wanted to do 
good stuff, yeah. surely what they would do is more along the lines of, okay, I'll do something big for money, but yeah. then I'm going to do a bunch of smaller things that won't get much attention otherwise. But no, he just uh, waits until, okay, is this one going to get an Oscar? Okay, then I'll do this. Yeah. And yeah, that I honestly, that annoys me. I, I think it's uh, bullshit. But here, uh, he did win an Oscar, Gary Oldman, we're talking about. Um, he won an Oscar for... What did he win an Oscar for? Uh, accolades. He's got a ton of nominations. It has its own Wikipedia page. Uh, let's see. He won an Oscar for... Was it Darkest Hour? Did he win for that? Oh, yeah. Winston Churchill movie? Yeah. Um, was that him or was that... I thought that was Christian Bale as Winston Churchill. <laughs> no, it was him. But they're sort of one of a one of a kind, I guess. Did he did he win an Academy Award? Christian Bale and Jared Leto and Gary Oldman are all into putting on heavy prosthetics and makeup and calling it acting. Yeah, and that's it. Um, oh, major associations. He won for Darkest Hour for playing Winston Churchill. Good for him. No, a movie no one will ever remember or care about. Well, when he was nominated for Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, he lost to the guy from The Artist. Remember the artist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michael you know Haneke. We all gather around. around. Was it Michael Haneke? No, <laughs> no, it was uh, Michelle. That was a more. Michelle Hazanavikis. Was that what it was? I don't know who directed it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Michelle ha- Hazanavikis. Yeah, yeah, Hazanavicius. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was a shadow. That that one. chick was hot. Who what was, the fuck who, was her name? Was Ber- Berta something. Bernice Behal. Bernice Fairhead, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I think Oscars she was in another are... movie like later that year. I think she was in uh, Blanca Nieves or something she like that. She was in A Knight's Tale, 2001. Nice. So it says here. Uh, and that's about it. Yeah, not, not too much else. She was hot. She's from Argentina. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, yeah, she's done a whole bunch of French language movies, it seems. <laughs> yeah, there's one very, very big bit on her film. What was the fucking guy's name? Uh, Jean Jardin, something. Jean Dujardin. He was yeah. in Wolf of Wall Street. That was <laughs> that was funny, wasn't it? That year where everyone had the artist fever. He won the he won Best Actor. People were fucking horny for that shit. movie. It was not very good, if you remember it. Barely remember. I hardly remember either, but I remember it yeah. being like, okay. I don't, it was like, isn't it like he fine. discovers sound? Or, it's kind of like singing in the rain, isn't it? It's about like a silent actor who lives through the invention of sound and becomes obsolete. But it's like all yeah, told as a silent it's movie. It's a silent movie. Rather yeah. than singing in the rain, which is told as a sound movie. Yeah, with songs and with, stuff, yeah, which yeah, are yeah, nice. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, like Rather songs. than singing in the rain, which is good. Well, they've remade uh, fucking West Side Story as well. I need to watch that. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll watch that. That'll be good, I'll bet. Yeah. Did that need to be remade? Like, do we need another? I don't one? think so. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't the fr- everything that needed to be said was done in the stage play? I and think the first they movie. just Why let do Steven Spielberg again? do whatever he kind of feels like doing. I mean, that is the definition of a paycheck director now. Like he has not put effort into. What are you talking anything. about the post? That movie's awesome. The post? <laughs> I don't <laughs> think I even watched that. What is that? Like a Tom Hanks and like oh another Tom Hanks. What? Was it Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks or something like that? Uh, oh, they yeah, play fucking that- reporters because you know reporters are the most important. Fucking, <laughs> yes, yeah, they are. Yeah, they, yeah. they don't cause any oh, problems. And shockingly, the journalists liked that movie about how important it is to be a... Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Spotlight as well. Remember Spotlight? 
Oh my god, what a piece Nobody of shit. Nobody remembers that fucking movie. That I so do. I remember because I was furious. It was boring as I shit. felt like that was when I learned not to try. I could have been fucking radicalized to QAnon on like one flap of a butterfly wing because I really developed a huge distaste for journalists when fucking spotlight. I felt like I got they were all, They were all at the Oscars. All I, the journalists who were in that movie as bro, just absolute uh, infallible heroes. And that was, you know what the <laughs> most fucked alive. up part was? I remember I was like, what am I, I was like, I must be dumb. Like, what am I missing? And they were, I was like, it's an ugly, it looks like a TV movie. It's like sub Aaron Sorkin. Like, it's not right, interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. at all there's mm. nothing technically impressive about this movie nope. and i was like what and they were like well it's a subject matter and i was like what do you mean and they well, were like the, well the, you know <laughs> about the catholic yeah, pe- we, we, i was like we were alive you didn't it fucking few, know it happened like, a few years ago. they were like oh that movie really shed some light and i was like no it fucking didn't we all knew this it made headline news it granted maybe because of some journalists i was fucking no i'm mad right now thinking about it <laughs> Because I got tricked into watching that piece of shit. Mm. And I distinctly remember that was one of the movies where I first started to notice, like, wow, this is an Oscar bait movie. Yeah. Because every about 25 minutes, someone will just start screaming. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, this is the clip. Yeah. This is the clip for for when they get fucking nominated. What a fucking... Fuck Spotlight. <laughs> Who made that again? Who, Who cares? It was a fucking no-name. It was made by an algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> You're not far off, for sure. Yeah, I don't remember who actually No one of that. any merit or import made that fucking movie. Tom McCarthy. Now, what else has he done? Meet the Parents. Exactly. Oh, no, he was an actor in Meet the Parents. Oh, God. <laughs> He was an actor in Meet the Parents. Somewhere Tom McCarthy is like, fuck you two. What the fuck have you ever done? I won an Oscar on my first try. He was an actor in Meet the Parents, uh, as well as The Wire, Boston Public, and Law and Order. That movie literally um, has ties to Epstein somehow. Like, that is a... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> he had his independent film debut with... Writing and directing The Station Agent. Stop <laughs> it! Stop it! Oh, oh, it full oh I look like a fool oh, now because I like The that. Station Agent. <laughs> oh. What are the odds that you would have mentioned oh, how much you like The Fucking Station is, Agent? You get a whole dozen <laughs> eggs and put them on my face. God damn it. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> oh, dude, that's cosmic oh, justice right there. Jesus that's Tom McCarthy. Christ. Yeah, Tom McCarthy's like, really, <laughs> asshole? You like this? He's got voodoo doll out. Oh, <laughs> God. He's throwing He's you around right now. He's got pubic hair on the head. Oh, God damn it. Well, All right, I'm going to take a piss real <laughs> Damn, that yeah. is unfortunate. What should we just finish up? I mean, we're not going to get any better yeah, than that. Unless you have anything else that. to talk. Let's end it on a zinger. Tell him, Steve, Dave. <laughs> Jeez, wow. That yeah, you got, you got fucked over there. No, but, well, I guess but, that's our Christmas special. No, it doesn't make a difference. Spotlight is still a shit movie. I remember it. Too. No, it is a shit movie. Yeah, I'll yeah. take it back. That's bad. I'll say this. I will say this. I haven't seen The Station Agent in a long time. Maybe it, it might sucks. suck. <laughs> <laughs> I might have just been a kid who'd never seen a, like a movie that didn't have a superpower. I, I, I remember, it. yeah, I remember the station agent. It, Peter Dinkley is just really grumpy, but they're like these two wholesome people who keep trying to talk to him, and he's like, "No." I barely remember that. I just remember that, the scene remember, where he. Yeah. I remember he's kind of alone a lot. It's a lot yeah. of like wide shots of he's him. Really and grumpy. He doesn't want to talk to anyone. He is but grumpy. Then he ends up getting. You remember he gets drunk at a bar and he stands up and he's like, "Look at me." 
you want to fucking look at me so bad, then fucking look at me. <laughs> that was an outtake. That, that, that was just <laughs> yeah. Peter Dinklage. Do you remember the scene One where... day I'll be in a fantasy epic series. The Do you remember the, which you've the never scene seen. where fucking Peter Dinklage stabs two swords into someone's chest and then pulls them out and chops their head off and he's like, are you not entertained? <laughs> So you have seen Gladiator? No, now. I've never seen Gladiator. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I just know that You're happens. Just able to reference it. Okay. No, no. You know what happened? This is real. My brother rented it when I was a kid, and you were scared. And I came in on that scene, and I was like, "I'm walking right back out of this." Room. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bit much. It literally traumatized me. <laughs> this. I was is like, "This is actually scary. the most violent movie that ever was made." I used to love it. Yeah, it was one of the. It's first. violent. Am I it's wrong? Am I misremembering? Violent. No, it's really violent. Does that happen in it? Yeah, yeah. It's but- like God of War. Like, <laughs> you know, it does happen, and uh, that was like one of the first v- properly violent movies I was allowed to watch when I was nine, yeah. nine or so. Now, bear in mind, my stepson is ten, and he got he thinks the new James Bond movie too. <laughs> well, honestly, Home, Home Sweet Home Alone is more violent than Gladiator, but um, he watched uh, the new James Bond movie with us, and he said it was the scariest movie he'd ever seen. It's a James Bond movie. Now, Gladiator... Those movies are intense. I mean, was he responding <laughs> to all the sexual violence? <laughs> like... Oh, yeah. In, in the 2020 Daniel Craig, James Bond. Fuck Bonner. you! Come in the like, 17 one, there was... Uh, oh, were, you mean Skyfall? Yeah, they were uh, wiling yeah, out. Yeah, kind of. All right, fair enough. Well, either way, uh, you have Gladiator. I remember loving it, because it was the first time I'd seen someone's head be cut off. Let me let me let me fucking find what I'm looking for here. I Two have years a list later, I was of... watching the Ken Bigley uh, no, Taliban right. videos. Only... So... Oh, and I guess I saw Spider Man, but I don't assume you care about that. No, not especially. Yeah. I don't like this new this new one. Uh, <laughs> Do you have Tom any Holland. particularly fondness? For... I don't want to spoil. I like Tobey Maguire. They all come back. Oh, what they're doing the fucking end... the Spider Verse? Yeah. How the fuck are I they mean, getting I feel away bad for with spoiling that? it now? I guess. How are they getting away with doing that after Into the Spider-Verse? It's like, well, that I don't know. Which just came out what, two what, years ago. I mean, ago. I'll tell you exactly how they're getting away with doing it. They looked at all the money Spider-Verse made, and they were like, let's do that. No! Yeah. That is... Yeah. Oh. No, literally. That's like James Bond looking at Austin no, it's, Powers you know and what being it is? like, okay. You well. know what it is? It's literally like the Spider-Verse, but um, more, uh, what's the word? Like more like meta. It's more. It's a. It's more honestly, meta than Into the Spider Verse. It's it's like Into the Spider Verse with no integrity. However much integrity you thought the Spider Verse movie I liked had, the Spider Verse movie. By I the did way, too. But, but I liked that it a was lot. Like as meta, but it was like. But they were like you know here's a pig Spider Man and a girl Spider Man and all this. This is literally every twenty here's minutes. Tobey Maguire. Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> really? We're gonna people are gonna get mad at us, dude. We're gonna get if people. Do you think people are mad about me saying that James Bond died? Uh, fucking anyone who wants to watch this has watched it already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, literally. Okay, I'll tell you the wow. plot of the movie. You ready? Do they have uh, who else? So it ends after. So it ends. Do they at, have Andrew Garfield. Yes. Too? Are you fucking kidding? Asshole! I'm gonna tell you the movie right now. I'm gonna spoil the whole movie for I you. I hope Sony sues them. <laughs> I think it was done in in collaboration. I know. I hope Sony. they sue them anyway. I hope they sue them I think anyway. Sony got I to hope wet they their go beak. back. I hope they put like a little typo. They on they there. They put a little typo on the contract and are able to be like, 
Uh, yeah, go fuck yourself and pay us for all of that. <laughs> I think Sony got Jesus the wet there. Jesus Christ. Fine. Um, no, what happens in the movie is this. So Tom Holland, Spider-Man, at the end of the Jake Gyllenhaal Mysterio movie. Uh-huh. Uh, Myst- oh, my God. I watched that. Is that when he's in Europe? Yes. Yes. So yeah. I liked yeah. that one. No, you didn't. Yeah. What is wrong? No, it was... These are bad films. The, the, I mean, I'm the, not the going to argue Mar- their merits. The Marvel but... Spider-Man. No, they're... No, I liked all that the, one. All the Spider-Men are bad except for the first one with Tobey Maguire. Oh, yeah, that one rules. <laughs> that one is good. <laughs> yeah. That is a good one. Go, Web, yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. That's good. He's just fucking flopping yeah. about over the buildings. Yeah, how many times good. do we need to see that origin story, by the I way? I don't know how many times right. we need to see... Any... I'm kind of done with Spider-Man. Do- what else can he do? That's why... By yeah. the way, that's why I was so shocked. Do you know how much money this fucking movie made? This movie on opening weekend made like 250 million dollars because it's like the first marvel movie no it's fucking not eternals just came out like a year like half a year ago no one liked the eternals you're right but what i'm even with that said spider-man is spider-man but motherfuckers there was a marvel spider-man movie literally a year and a half ago i think the last spider-man movie came out in 2018 and it was shit yeah no it wasn't it was fine but i'm just like europe one where where yes like in venice but what i'm saying is motherfuckers are flocking to the theater as if we don't usually get to see spider-man and i'm not even kidding you they release spider-man more often than they release fucking new flu vaccines like there are fucking there's a spider-man every year and a half Okay. Check well, your fucking calendar. run out of the others. Iron Man's dead. Spoiler alert. I'm aware, but I'm just saying it shocked me how Iron much Man's money dead. Spider-Man made. What else made. are the Guardians of the Galaxy going to do except for go up and down in a tower? Well, they're in, they're in this Spider-Man movie, too. Oh, no. no. I'm joking. <laughs> that would make zero sense. No. Yeah. Let me tell you. Okay, okay, here's how the movie... Here's what happens in the movie. So, at the end of the Europe one, Jake Gyllenhaal reveals Peter Parker's identity. Yeah. So Peter Parker comes out and he's like, I'm stressed because everyone knows who I am. And they're throwing yeah. bricks through his window. I can't, I can't move for all the pussy I'm getting. So within – no, exactly. <laughs> and so within about five minutes of the movie, they, they find the excuse for their first cameo, which is they throw Daredevil in as his lawyer. Who's Daredevil again? Daredevil is Ben the, Affleck? No, that'd be awesome. <laughs> they brought him I wish. <laughs> I wouldn't be beyond the realm of possibility. No, it's wow. the Daredevil from the TV show they did way back, like oh, five or six uh, years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, but, you know, Daredevil is the blind lawyer. Yeah. So he's their lawyer. <laughs> so they can't just have a normal lawyer. They got to have Daredevil People as their lawyer. This shit, don't they? Oh, they're so happy. He's a blind lawyer. He's a superhero. Yeah, of course. They're yeah, so stoked okay. about it. Right, so right. that happens. That's like cameo number one. And I'm in a theater. I'm in the least crowded theater in the AMC that day. Yeah. Because I, I was looking and they were all sold out. you announced that you were COVID positive. Yeah. No, they were all sold out except for this tiny little theater. And even in this theater, which is only about half full, you got a large contingent every time one of these reveals happens who's applauding and hooting and hollering in the theater. They're so happy. Oh god. This is a crowd pleaser to the T, right? Imagine the So smell. the minute the minute fucking uh you know Daredevil shows up, we get the first applause. Okay, yeah. great, whatever. Then he goes to Doctor Strange, played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh uh, yeah. And he says, uh, hey Doctor Strange, can I make it so that everyone forgets my secret identity? And he's like, sure. Well he fucks up the spell or whatever. And then uh next thing you know, Peter Parker's like trying to get into college or something. And and then next thing you know, you see all these what? tentacles. Sorry. You see these metal tentacles coming up through the freeway. Oh, is it and Dr. Octopus? It's Dr. Octopus. Alfred, Played by Alfred, Alfred Molina. Molina. He's back. He shows up. <laughs> he shows up and he goes, hello, Peter. 
and everyone's like, everyone in the theater's going, Woo! They're, yes, they're losing. They're losing their He's mind. Yeah. All of my favorite characters yeah. from Raiders of the Lost. Oh, Ark. they're losing their mind, right? They love it. So, a Doctor Octopus shows up, and then he, they're just big PTA fans. They like, the, with, they like the drug dealer in Boogie Nights. Oh, they love him. Yeah. So they're they're the audience is losing their mind, and so Spider Man fights Doctor Octopus. But guess what happens immediately after that? He shows his pants. No, oh. a little hand grenade, a little green hand grenade comes up, and you hear. <laughs> Willem Dafoe? And here comes Willem Dafoe no! in the full green goblin outfit. Oh, I take it back. This sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so he zaps at them, right? And then they click to this underground jail that Doctor Strange has built. And he's got Alfred Molina it's behind bars. the Pirates bars. of the Caribbean in Yes. There. Yeah. <laughs> They're waving they a bow at the dog. They go confused. So then, he, the so then Tom Holland right. goes out and he's got to go on zap a mission with this special bracelet where he's got to zap them all back to their own dimension. <laughs> oh, I thought you were joking. I thought you were making a joke about the new ride at Disneyland, the web. No, web it's literally. No, I'm not bracelet. making a joke. No. He's got a little Doctor Strange bracelet where he zaps them okay. and it's got to send them back to their own dimension, right? Well, so this, he. This, to the Sony universe. Exactly. So he goes out. <laughs> he, he, he goes out. He goes out to like a field. Okay. And there's a big electrical interference happening. And it's Jamie Foxx as Electro. <laughs> and guarding him from it is the Sandman from Spider-Man 3. And they all agreed to do this. Oh, all of them. Oh, does the emo Spider-Man come back? No, sadly oh. not. No, no, no. no. Well, so, so the, the Sandman there. shows up. So it's the Sandman, Electro, Green Goblin, Doctor Octopus. That might be it. Oh, and the Lizard. Kirk Connors, the Lizard from Amazing Spider-Man. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let's try and hear the crickets. Yeah, no, give a fuck about the Lizard. They made a good point of not making a big deal. Is Risa Fans in it as well? No. no. Uh, wait, who's Risa Fans? He was in the the, the 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 first one with Andrew Garfield. He was the baddie. Mm, I don't think so. Uh, no, he, he, was, he had too much dignity. It's just a CGI wizard. <laughs> the Welsh actor who appears in yeah. his underpants in Notting Hill had yeah. too much dignity yeah. to turn up. So they do one. that. And He's then, like, no, that sounds like shit. In a complete <laughs> stretch of logic that is literally just about like, how long can we extend this movie? Tom Holland starts freaking out and going, wait, if we send them back to their own universes, they die at the end of all their movies. So I don't want them to die. They wait, deserve movies? S- they acknowledge he doesn't know, but they say like uh. it's like Doctor Octopus is like, wait, I remember the last time I saw Spider Man, the machine was overheating, and oh, I guess I must have died. And it's that with all of them. <laughs> that Spider Man went on to be in the side of House Rules. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so then they do that. Tom Holland, uh, Aunt May dies for some inexplicable fucking reason. Uh, did they get the old Aunt May back, or is it Tom no, Holland's Aunt May? Solid. No, oh, it's not. No, it's the Jamaican fucking, one. No, no, no. It's a hottie. It's um. The, oh, that's right. It's, uh, it's my cousin Rudolph. Vinny. No, no, my Rudolph. No, it's my no, cousin Vinny. Uh, Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. Yeah, there you yeah, go. yeah. My Rudolph. Yeah. Good, yeah. Uh, yeah. So she dies. She croaks, and then. So then his little buddies, Zendaya and the little fat kid, they uh-huh. they show up and they're like... From Home Alone. Yeah, it's him. <laughs> From Home Sweet Home Jojo. Uh, yeah, so they <laughs> show up and up. they, in literally the most like unceremonious way, they have stolen Doctor Strange's ring. Mm. And halfway through this three-hour movie, they're like... Oh, let's call up Peter Parker. Like our friend, like Pete, Peter Parker, our friend has been missing. 
So let's just call him out of the ether. So they use their Doctor Strange ring and they go, Peter Parker, and then Andrew Garfield walks well, like through the, the portal. Like, like, like the fucking breakfast rings that we summon. Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. Andrew Garfield walks through the portal this time and they're like, you're not Peter Parker, right? And then they do all, it's all banter and memes and the he's whole like, movie. No, I'm Oscar nominated actor Adam Garfield. No, literally, it's all banter and memes. He's like, you're not. And he's like, prove it. And he's like, okay. And he like, just like hands his, hangs on his fingertips on the ceiling. They're like, do more. And he's like, I don't need to do more. I don't need to prove anything. It's all banter and memes, oh, right? And Lord. they all do all these in-jokes. All the Spider-Men talk to each other. They're like, who's the coolest villain you ever fought? And then one of them's like, well, I don't want to brag, but I'm in the Avengers. And the other two are like, what's the Avengers? It's all in-jokes uh, and fucking fan service. But the craziest part was, not only do they unceremoniously bring out Andrew Garfield, within five minutes, they do it again. With Tommy McGuire. And Tobey Maguire shows up. Hey, everyone. Yeah, exactly. Hello. And then they both go and counsel Tom Holland, and they go, don't kill Green Goblin, because I killed Green Goblin, and I felt bad about it. It's really oh, an odd film. It's shocking fuck? to me how many people love it. Because they're just probably just like, huh. But at least with Tommy McGuire, can he like get like a magic remote control that sends him into the TV set? Well, here's what's fucked up. Seabiscuit shows up. What? No, I'm joking. <laughs> My job was better. Send him into Pleasantville. Like, let's, let's oh, extend that I didn't get that too. Well, sh- oh, you haven't seen Pleasantville. I thought you were doing Click with Adam Sandler. I didn't know what you were doing. No, before Click, there was Pleasantville with Tobey Maguire <laughs> and Reese Witherspoon. he was in a TV set in that movie. Yeah. You got, have you not seen Pleasantville? No. I thought when they fucked, there's color. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's after they're in a TV set where they're in black and white. Oh. Because they, they get transported into an old-timey sitcom. Well, they already did that in the Marvel Universe. They did WandaVision. <laughs> yes, but okay. Pleasantville predates WandaVision. No, I know. I'm saying Marvel Universe already ripped off Pleasantville once. They can't do it twice. Okay, fair enough. All right. So, yeah, Willem Dafoe is back. And let me tell you, the respected actor from fucking the Wooster Group and Antichrist the Florida and the fucking Florida Project yeah. and all the other he is so happy to be playing Green Goblin again. Really? He's giving it his all. Is he just like, yeah, yeah. He gives it really 110%. He's actually yeah. good. Like, you almost forget how good he was at being the Green Goblin. Like, oh, wow, he's really giving he's it a fucking good, performance. Guess, but yeah. He is always good. Yeah, he is he, always good. Whether it's some shit movie. You know what <laughs> fucked me up? How much do you think Tobey Maguire would have made to be in this movie? In this one? Yeah. He's in it he for in like, it? eh, combined screen time, maybe 45 minutes. They probably paid him a lot. He's the whole third act. Of oh, 45 minutes? I'd say so. Oh, well, he's in the whole actually, third hold act on, consistently. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So if he's in it for a whole third, that means he's got nothing else. To, they probably didn't pay him that much. Maybe like ten million, even less. Five, one, <laughs> a bag one, of Skittles. Fucking one million dollars. <laughs> this million fucking dollars. chumpola made. Well, he hasn't really been in much for a while. I don't give a fuck. If I'm him, I'm like okay. I'm the selling point for your shitty movie. Actually, yeah. He could have, could have, the, he could have held the fuck out and been like, okay, I'm not doing it for any well, less than I would have gotten to Spider-Man maybe for. Does worry that maybe he did? Maybe they were originally offering him like $100 and like a free ticket for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> they offered him a Disney gold key fast pass. <laughs> With Genie Plus. Yeah. No, maybe he free Genie Plus for three months. Maybe he negotiated his way up to a million from even less. I hope that's not true. 
true for his sake. Yeah. I mean, he has truly got to be the linchpin for this movie. I mean, if it's a spoiler, it's then the selling point. Like, every, he, it was the huge. The theater burst into applause when he showed up on the screen. Which is the first time that's happened for Toby Maguire. <laughs> yeah, truly, I don't think it's ever happened. Like the whole, <laughs> literally, the entire selling point of this movie was we're going to bring back the other two Spider Men. So they had the studio oh, okay. by the fucking nuts because they knew that this project would not. They are linchpins to the script. They would have had to completely not greenlight the movie without those two being on board. They would have had to rewrite the movie, right? They get James Franco instead. Yeah, oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking Snapchatting Zendaya. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, you suck my dick, and I'm in an acting yeah, school. I'm in acting yeah. school. Yeah. We're cool. What if in this one you walked through a door like Meisner, and then you sucked my dick? And then you suck a dick as well. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I mean it's. I just couldn't believe that. I'm like, this guy doesn't value himself at all. Tobey Maguire? I don't give a Why fuck. Why would you? I don't give a fuck how long it's been. Do you remember? If I'm Tobey Maguire, I'm not doing Spider-Man for less than I would have made from doing Spider-Man 4. Well, look, if, if, if I got all the money in the world to make any movie, unlimited budget and any actor at my disposal, I would, Tobey Maguire would be like my lead. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, all the money in the world, Tobey yeah. Maguire. I would get Tobey Maguire in. Why yeah, not? He's absolutely. due, uh, he's due a, uh, a renaissance of some kind. Oh, like, he Like is. Michael Keaton guy. Oh, yeah. That's going to be the millennial Michael Keaton yeah, for sure. Yeah, Tobey Maguire. A fucking or, not well, good actor. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser got one. I don't think Brendan Fraser's ever going to get one. I, he did. What? For he, what? He got one online. He got a big... They yeah, but that's the not an actual comeback. It's a I know. meme comeback. No, no, but that's what's even funnier is that he got one yeah. and they hashtag Renaissance did. Yeah. And he like released a bunch of videos. Like He's all fat now. Yeah. But he released a bunch of videos like teary-eyed being like, oh, I, I'm so happy that people love it. Yeah. He was waiting for... like He was looking at his phone. <laughs> <laughs> waiting Google for Google alerts, Renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was waiting for an offer from the major studios. He was like, yeah. this is it. This uh, is how it yeah. happens. Nope. And as far as I know, it didn't come. Well, he got one project. What? The direct to whatever the Warner Brothers fucking direct. I guess probably HBO Max. Uh-huh. But before that, when they were when they were even smaller, that they were trying to do Warner Brothers Plus <laughs> with all the DC Comics properties. Yeah. They did a live action adaptation of Doom Patrol. Tell me if you know what Doom Patrol is. I've heard the name. Doom Patrol is a DC comic that preceded the X Men, but it's most famous for this Grant Morrison run in like the eighties. Point is, not a very famous comic. So he got to play a role in that. And he's got heavy prosthetic makeup on to where he looks like a robot, so you can't even recognize it. So he might as well just be doing a voice. All right. So So that's the Renaissance. (laughs) He got to do a fucking direct to online, like basically a Quibi (laughs) series. (laughs) He got to be on uh, fucking Jash. (laughs) We, we, me and my wife uh, watched The Mummy with my stepson. Yeah, it doesn't hold up. And no, no, the first mummy is good. Oh, yeah, you the were Stephen pumped Summers watching one? it. It's good. It's a really watch solid Spider Man Homecoming if you like shit movies like that. No, the first <laughs> mummy is decent. It's really good. Anyway, okay. um, we watched that, and for some reason, me and my wife collectively decided that we would just tell. Because our stepson, unlike me when I was his age, I knew everything about actors and directors yeah, and yeah. stuff. He's he doesn't un- know any un- actors. Like, he doesn't even he, recognize he them. He thought the mummy was kind of sus. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of sus. But no, no, no. He, but he doesn't recognize actors between films and stuff yeah. like that. So we told him, we were just like, Brennan Fraser is the best actor in the world. Like, he's your favorite actor. 
basically. We just put that What's in his head. What's wrong with you too? I'm going to report you <laughs> to fucking INS. No, or I'm going to make no because I'm going to make What's it. The child abuse people, INS. I'm going to make it right because yeah. when I get my my free pass, big studio, big budget movie, and I cast Tobey mm-hmm. Maguire, Brendan Fraser too. Both of them. Yeah, I'll Thank put both God. of them. Who's well, the female lead? Would they not be a good? So Jessica Chastain. It's, it's a big town. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, no, I might even go for. I, I might even go further back. I might go to like, you, you know, Jessica um, Chastain plays a girl named Stacy Awalt. She, yeah, she doesn't have a lot of lines, but her presence is felt. <laughs> no, maybe I'll go for you know someone like Rebecca Romaine. You know, <laughs> okay. I, I was thinking, uh, who was the girl who played Seven of Nine on Star Trek? Remember how big oh, she was no for a minute? I don't know. Oh God, she was huge. Jerry Hollowell was that her name? Jerry Hollowell from the Spice Girls? Oh no, that wasn't that's <laughs> Ginger not, Spice. That's not who I'm thinking of. <laughs> uh, was it Rebecca? Re- okay, who the fuck played Seven of Nine? I got to look this up now, and then I really do got to go. Oh yeah. If not for anything else, then I have to fucking piss. <laughs> uh, let me see. Seven of Nine. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. No, she was very popular. Oh well, if you Jerry that. Ryan. Nope. Well, all right, folks. Merry Christmas from the Poor Quality. <laughs> That's a Christmas special, It'll I guess. It'll be a Christmas movie, too. The Minister's <laughs> It'll be a Christmas movie. All I'm right. also going to bring in uh, Morris Chestnut. <laughs> oh, Delroy Lindo. Delroy Lindo. <laughs> DJ Qualls. Fucking, uh, who bring else? them all back. Um, who else? Brian Dennehy, I'm sure. Brian Dennehy is, I think, dead. I think he died. Really? I think he died. Hey, this, this year. one's for Brian Dennehy. Yeah, pull Rest one out peace. for Brian Dennehy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Merry, All right. Happy New Year or whatever. There we go. All right. <laughs>